Hello and welcome to the podcast, Growing Your Relationships. I'm your host, Michelle Costelli, author, speaker, and relationship coach. If you have a relationship question or situation that you would like addressed on this podcast, send me an email at michelle at growingyourrelationships.com. That's michelle at growingyourrelationships.com. I also invite you to my website, michellemcastelli.com. There you will find tips and tools for your relationship issues. Today in episode eight, we're going to be talking about how to cope when someone we love dies. Along with my work experience as a therapist, helping people who have grieved the loss of a loved one, in my years in ministry work, where my responsibilities were included leading burial services, I come to you today with personal experience. My mother recently passed away a few weeks ago after a long illness. So how do we grow in our other relationships when we're in the midst of grieving? In order to begin our coping process, we have to at first acknowledge that there was a loss and to take a look at how our grieving is affecting us not only emotionally and physically, but also mentally, socially, and spiritually. Your loss is real, so denying it is only going to delay your coping process. Also, you don't want to try to suppress your feelings because they're only going to pop up later. I knew someone who had lost their father at a young age And he was given only one day by his relatives to grieve. And then they told him that he could no longer show uh, any more emotion about it. And as a result of that, later in his 30s, he re-experienced the grief all over again because he he had suppressed those feelings. Grief brings a wave of emotions from numbness and sadness to anger or restlessness, feelings of anxiousness and also fears of others close to us dying, or even a heightened fear of our own mortality. So when you try to deny it or try to suppress it, it's like trying to hold back a wave. And you can't hold back a wave. It's better to let a wave wash over you, to let you experience the grief and then let it go. You also don't want to try to rush your grieving process, because this will have the opposite effect of prolonging it. The more you try to speed it up, the longer it's going to take to go through the different stages. You will also notice that your emotional energy is going to fluctuate when you're grieving. Some days you're going to have more energy and some days you're going to have less. And on those days that you have the less energy, it's really important that you're kind to yourself because you can get very upset when you're not producing as much at work or you find that you're not able to get tasks done at home, it's okay. This is to be expected when you're grieving. You also want to take a look at how your grief is affecting you physically. Often when we are grieving, we aren't sleeping well. So then we don't have the physical energy to cook ourselves healthy meals or to continue any exercise that we may have done before. You may find that you end up grabbing junk food or you're skipping meals altogether because there's no energy to cook. This is the time to monitor our routines of personal self-care. We don't want to decrease them. It's easy to do that when you're grieving. 
So you need to keep track of yourself in terms of what meals you're eating, whether you're taking some walks or some daily exercise each day to maintain your level of health. If you don't monitor your routine personal care when you're grieving, you can lead to overindulging in alcohol, smoking, or other substances. And I've seen this happen too many times with people when they're grieving the loss of someone that turning to substances or overeating to help cope with the loss. This behavior will not only affect your personal health, but also your relationships with other people as tension comes in as they are concerned about how you're taking care of yourself. Since grief can also affect our mental energy to be able to concentrate on tasks, start noticing which times of the day are harder for you to focus during your grief. And then move important tasks, mental tasks that you need to do for the time of the day where you seem to have the most energy. Find out what your place of work offers in terms of bereavement days. If they don't offer bereavement days, take some vacation days to give yourself the time to grieve and also to adjust to this new change in your life. In addition, it gives you an opportunity to physically rest and mentally rest. In your grief, you may also find that you're pulling away from others socially. Grief affects us socially because we don't have energy to want to get together with others. In your grief, you may also find that you're pulling away from others socially. One of the ways that helps us cope with our loss is to lean into our social supports, our family and our friends, but to do so at our own pace. And this is very important because a lot of times people who are grieving feel pressured by others to get together often, to talk often, right at a time when it's most difficult for you to do so. So you control the pace. Some days you may want no calls at all or any visitors. Other days you may be wanting calls and visitors. So it's important that you communicate with those around you as to what you want and you need, whether it's some time alone or wanting some visitation or help with meals. But don't isolate yourself completely from contact. Even if you want to pull inward and stop all contact, which often is the case in feelings of grief. You need to stay in contact, even if you don't want it. So you control the pace of it, but don't eliminate contact. It's crucial that you have some contact, but know that you're in control of the pace. Family and friends are often looking for clues from you to know what you need when you're grieving. And since they can't read your mind, it's important that you're very specific with them about how much contact you want during your grief. Another way that our grief can affect us is our spiritual life. In your grief, you may feel that God seems distant, or you may be angry at God for your loss. You may also find that you're not able to pray the way that you might have before, or if you attended worship services before, you may find that you're not able to get the energy to go. Grief is a time when we can lean heavily into our spiritual supports. We do this by asking others to pray for us when we can't pray because of our grief. I have found it particularly helpful in my grief during these past few weeks to read the Bible daily to remember that we have a God who is with us during all of our difficult times. And by reading scripture, I become aware again of how God has helped people throughout history. I particularly think of the story of Martha and Mary and Lazarus. 
If you're not familiar with that story, in the Bible, it talks about how Jesus grieved with the family of Martha and Mary when their brother Lazarus passed away. We have a visual example of God crying with them as a family. To know that God not only cares about our pain, but is with us during our grieving is an immense source of spiritual support for us. And what I love about that story in the Bible about Martha, Mary, and Lazarus is that not only did Jesus cry with them and reassure them that death was not the end of their relationship with Lazarus, he proved it by raising Lazarus from the dead. And we can lean into our Christian faith in God when someone we love dies with that same assurance that the one that we loved is with God and will also be resurrected. In addition to the coping tools that we talked about today, if you find it difficult to acknowledge your grief or to deal with the feelings that are associated with it, go to my website, Michelle M. Castelli, C-A-S-T-E-L-L-I.com to book a free discovery call to talk about your relationship issues and the grief you may be experiencing. Thank you for joining me today and have a great day.